the Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is talk radio to thrive by. And I'm your host, Dr. Pat Basile, and we come to you live each week with stories of people that are living life full out, people that have busted through so that they could take their dream out into the world. And what I love about doing this show is that, for me, I get to talk with some of the most amazing people. Today, we're going to be having a conversation with two women, incredible in their own right, but decided to write a book that is so pressing in today's world that we now follow the journeys of women as they, as they take to their careers, decide on whether or not to have a family, uh, raise children, and then look at their careers as if it were more than a job. And I'm here today with Monica Samuels and J.C. Conklin. And the book that they've written is Comeback Moms, How to Leave Work, Raise Children, and Restart Your Career, Even If You Haven't Had a Job in Years. You know what? Honestly, I can't even imagine doing that, uh, let alone uh, raising children. So I'm thrilled to have Monica joining us here first trained environmental and immigration attorney and a fundraiser who earned her J.D. from the University of Texas Law School. Now, what I want to say about Monica is that it takes an activity, it takes a life-changing event to sit down and decide that you're going to write a book called Comeback Moms and what that's about and who it's dedicated to. And the bottom line is, do any of us have the courage to really quit? Monica, thank you so much for joining the Dr. Pat Show, and I hope JC is going to be joining us as well. Great, yeah. Hopefully she'll make it soon. So let's talk about the book, I mean, and let's talk about you. Uh, here you are, and you, you're at the top of your game, as most people would say, and you look at your life and you decide, oh, I think I'm going to write a book. <laughs> yeah, it happened a little a little bit differently than that. I mean, it took me about a year or so to actually get to writing the book, but what happened was I was practicing law. I practiced law for 12 years at major law firms in Washington and Dallas, and I had a child during that time and became a, the president of a national organization, and I was juggling my job and my responsibilities to the organization, and I had a nanny, and I thought, well, you know, I've got it all covered. Um, but I realized I wasn't spending a lot of time with my child. If, if things were taking priority, it was usually the people who were complaining the loudest that I wasn't available uh, that got my attention, and unfortunately the, the baby wasn't really able to say much. So he tended to fall to the bottom of the list because I felt like he was cared for, but I really wasn't going to spend a lot, a lot of quality time with him. And at one point my sister even told me that I seemed more like a, a good aunt to him than his mother, which really stung me. And it was when I had my, I was pregnant with my second child, and I was given a, a really great job opportunity that would certainly have furthered my career, that I had to sit and think, well, at this time in my life, do I want to continue trying to juggle all these things and then have these two children, which, who are sadly becoming no more than a, you know, pictures on my desk, or do I want to take time off, spend time with them, and then restart my career later? And it was that experience 
that led to the book, which was also driven by the fact that I started to meet more and more women that I went to law school with. I'd meet them at the toy store in the middle of the day. I'd see them at the grocery store, and I'd say, you know, why are you here? And they had the same story I had. You know, they had tried to do the big law firm thing, and they found that it just wasn't working out with that, trying to make partner in a big law firm and having children, and they had done the same thing. Well, you know, let me ask you this question because, you know, your story, I think, is is paralleling so many people that are listening to the show today. And, you know, it, it's quite an interesting story. I mean, you know, we're also looking at J.C., and hopefully uh, J.C. will join us, uh, you know, after the break. But, you know, when we, when we look at a book that talks about, and in, in the very beginning, in the introduction, asks the question, are you toast? Uh, I think that is a question that many people, many women contemplate, but are, are deathly afraid to face. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely, and that's why that question was put there, because I think that we all, that's, a, that's the big question. If I leave right now, you know, am I toast as far as my career goes? And the truth is, when you start exploring it more, it's really what you want out of life. I mean, if you want to be a partner in a major law firm these days, or back actually when I quit, it's changing a little bit, thankfully, you really were toast as far as becoming a partner in a major law firm. You had eight years to bill every minute of your life to the, you know, billable hours were the name of the game. And you really didn't have, if you cared to spend a lot of time with your kids, that just wasn't going to happen. So you weren't going to be able to do that. But what we found are women who found ways to, to make, you know, uh, make it work for them and find careers that they actually even found more satisfying than, than what they left. They were very creative. Some women started their own businesses. Some women started their own law firms. Some women encouraged law firms to start a part partnership track for them, which allowed them actually ultimately to become partner, but that, that was, you know, took a while to get to that point. We're still not quite there yet. Well, let's talk about the changing workplace and, and what that looks like because, you know, for those of you just tuning in, uh, we're, t- we're talking with Monica Samuels right now. J.C. Conklin will join us. The book is Comeback Moms, and as a matter of fact, we've got three copies of this book to give away. So for those of you listening to the show and would like a copy of the book, give us a call at 866-472-5787, 866-472-5787, or you can send me an email with your comment and question at info, I-N-F-O, at the com. T-H-E-D-R, PatShow.com. You know, Monica, as you look back at your life, do you ever think, oh, my gosh, if I would have known this, I would have done this? You know, I might have done a few things differently in school as far as what my, my other pursuits were besides the law to sort of be prepared for what I'm doing now. But I don't think I would have done anything differently as far as I, I was always interested in the law. I wanted to get a law degree. I'm glad I did that. And I also wanted children. And now you could think about the timing issue. If you could relive your life all over again, how would you do it? I had my children a little later because what I was doing is billing all those hours and trying to live that life at, right out of law school. So by the time I had children, I was a little bit older, and I was sort of in between. I either had to have my children now or never, and I was towards the end of that time when you're considered for partner. So I had to make a decision. So timing-wise, I might have had children at you know at a different slightly different time in my life, but I generally, no, I don't think I would have done anything differently. I mean, I think women should be able to pursue what they're interested in because, quite frankly, even if you 
start your life out thinking, hey, I want to be a mom, you know, I want to have kids, and I want to have a nice house, and that's my ultimate goal in life, you never know what life's going to offer you. Uh, we meet women since we've written the book, and now we have uh, our website, momsnextmove.com. Since we've started in this endeavor, we have met women who have divorced suddenly. You know, their husbands have filed for divorce, and there they are. They thought they were going to be the traditional wife and mother. Now they need a job. We've met women who discovered their children had special needs, that they really weren't able to, to work the way they had worked, so they were going to have to take time off. And we meet women who all sorts of things happen in their lives, but the best advice we can give them is be prepared at any time to take on that responsibility of going back to work, doing whatever we hope makes you happy ultimately is what you should strive for, but you're going to have to be prepared. You can't just assume that you know, you're not going to ever work again. Well, and you know, you you received incredible exposure. I mean, from from the perspective of, of women listening to this show, I think there are different degrees that each of us get out there in the workplace and work for sure. Uh, you know, when we look at your career, Monica, we're looking at a career that you know you know most people look at and say, you know, this woman, highly visible, uh, you know, former national chairwoman of the Young Republicans, uh, someone that you know appointed by the president to a specific position and you know on television on radio and here you are uh, probably you know for you and I wanted to ask you about this one of the most difficult decisions to make did you actually contemplate this and you know ask yourself what do I do next how difficult was it for you to step back from your career well, I can't say that it wasn't difficult because okay. it was. I mean, you know, let me be honest. That you think about it, just it weighs on you. You know, you have on the one hand, you've got your children, and you think about their futures, and then you think about, well, in my particular situation, I had been at a big law firm. Then I was approached about working on a national political campaign, which not everybody gets to do that as a staff member. Then I had the opportunity to go work in a presidential administration if I had just made those calls to to move forward with that. And it was at that point I had to make that decision, and it was difficult. And there were even people who I think I would have expected to say, oh, no, your kids are number one, you know, you, this is not right, who actually said, Monica, are you nuts? I mean, you know, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I heard that phrase quite a bit. And I understood that, and so I had to ask myself, do I believe that I'm going to regret this? Ten years, when it's no longer possible, when I don't have this opportunity anymore, will I look back and say, I regret all this? And I finally came to the decision that, no, I'm not going to regret it, because I would regret it more if I didn't take the time with my children while they were young. So I had to weigh the two, and I decided in favor of being with my children. I'm not saying to anybody that's necessarily the right decision, because I think it's, it's what's right for the individual. But for me, that was my decision. But, I, you know, it didn't come without a lot of angst. And, you know, when people would say that, are you sh- why are you doing this or why did you do this, to stop and think, oh, my gosh, I've really, maybe I blew it. <laughs> um, you know, to have that minute of where, oh, you know, I don't think, maybe I did make a dumb decision. But, you know, in the end, no, I didn't. I mean, I made the right decision. And that's the other thing. You have to go through that. I think you can't just be clearly in one camp or the other. I think that's, it would be really hard. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. It's all part of the journey. Thank you uh, so much for joining us today. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be talking with Monica about mom's next move. How does money and power factor in all of this? What does this look like? How do you recreate your life? And the question is, why opting out uh, doesn't mean the end of your career, even though in the moment, that's exactly what you're feeling. Stay tuned. We're going to take a short break from the Dr. Pat Show. And when we come back, we'll be speaking with Monica Samuels and hopefully J.C. Conklin on the Dr. Pat Show. We'll be right back. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you starting a new business, signing a contract, or launching a new website or business product? Certified business and personal astrologer Madeline Gerwick uses good timing to give you the ideal time to start your new business venture. Visit PolarisBusinessGuides.com or call 877-524-8300. Attain higher business success and better return on resources with good timing. Visit PolarisBusinessGuides.com. Is one of your loved ones in crisis or would you like to empower your family to prevent a crisis from occurring? Crisis Intervention Coaching has a goal to empower every family to overcome any challenge with education, strategy development, and ongoing support. Take the first step to create workable solutions and empower your family today. Visit CrisisInterventionCoaching.com or call the 24-hour hotline at 888-592-8400. People want three things when they build and plan for retirement. The most amount of money for the longest amount of time with the least amount of risk. Now, I'm sure you currently have a 401k or an IRA of some kind. However, there are five things that can wipe out your current retirement plan, like disability, market loss, taxes, litigation, and premature debt. Call today to find out how our retirement plan is protected from these five financial storms. And remember, retirement planning should come with a peace of mind, not uncertainty. So call 888-252-3083 or visit debt-free mca.com are you taking too many oral pain pills and concerned about side effects are you having trouble getting to sleep because of the pain i'm lou paradise i had the same problems you have cured my pain eliminated pain pills and their side effects by developing topperson pain relief and healing cream topperson relieves pain without side effects it doesn't burn it doesn't smell and it doesn't stain but don't just take my word for it doctors pharmacists and pain specialists are using and recommending topperson and ending the suffering for thousands of people just like you we know you hurt we want to help we are so sure that topperson will work for you we offer a money-back guarantee so if you want pain relief without side effects just ask for Topperson. Topperson is now available at Fred Meyer Natural Food and other fine stores go to Topperson.com for a store near you or call 1-800-959-1007 Topperson.com or 1-800-959-1007 Topperson, the last pain medicine you'll ever need and you can sleep on that Streaming live the leader in internet talk radio VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. 
Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By, and I'm thrilled that I'm, I'm able to have a conversation with Monica Samuels, who is one of the authors of Comeback Moms, How to Leave Work, Raise Children, and Restart Your Career, even if you haven't had a job in years. I mean, Monica, the idea of looking for a job uh, if you haven't had a job in years is, is frightening in itself. And, you know, I wanted to talk with you about that because that does filter in, factor in to the fear that women face around, do I, do I opt out now? Mm-hmm. Is my life over? Is my career over? What can we say to the people that are contemplating this right now? Well, as you say, that it is, it is daunting, and the more years that go by, I think the biggest thing that we found that women faced was a lack of confidence. Even if they'd been CEO of a company or a partner at a law firm, if they've been gone five or ten years, they suddenly think, well, I, you know, I'm a dinosaur in this profession. I don't know what's going <laughs> on. And I think that the way that what we suggest is find a way to, to you know, reinsert yourself into the profession that you want to be involved in when you do decide to go back to work. Go to conferences. Call people and, you know, keep in touch when you, with people that you used to work with or that, you know, you went to law school with or before you leave, if, if you're in a sales job, call up your customers and say, you know, I'm, I'm going to stay plugged into this and call, can I take you to lunch sometimes and, you know, keep me informed of what's going on while I'm staying home. Stay plugged in. You know, make a concerted effort. And that effort is going to depend on particularly the age of your children. It's really hard when you have an infant to try to, you know, go visit trade shows and conferences all the time. But as your children get older, you can make time for that. Or volunteer. We found from talking to human resources people and employers that if you've done something that you can point to that shows that you have leadership skills, that you've worked with money, that you've managed people, you can put that on your resume, and they value that. Even if it wasn't a paid position, you can show that you were doing that while you were staying home, and they, that you know goes a long way towards... Uh, helping you get that next job. So that's that's what we suggest. Well, the biggest thing is, you know, don't, uh, as we said, don't sit in your sweats for 10 years and not leave your house and expect that, you know, I'm going to get the jo- job of my dreams now all of a sudden because I want to be a lawyer again or whatever. It, it, that would be extremely difficult, and it would take some time to retool and be prepared to get the kind of job that you want. But, again, that's not even impossible. It just takes more time, and that's the other thing that we feel women have to, you know, have is, some patience and some getting the bearings on their expectations. And sometimes that's a problem they've had, too. Is we've met women whose expectations were very high for that next job, and they had to lower them a bit, and some found that that was something they just absolutely couldn't do, and some felt they could do it and actually just took the ball and ran with it after they got the opportunity. Well, you both have certainly done that. Comeback Moms is the book. We're giving copies away. You can give us, uh, and I have three copies to the first three people that I call us in with a comment or question and chat with both Monica Samuels and J.C. Conklin, and who is also on the line. And you know that number, 866-472-5787 or 5788. We'd love to give you a copy of the book. J.C., welcome to the show. 
Well, you know, we, Monica and I have been talking about the book uh, and what you all have experienced, why this is such an important book. And I want to thank you for, for joining us here today. You know, you're an award-winning writer, a journalist, and, you know, your work has appeared in the Wall Street Journal and, and so forth. And so, we're, you know, I'm on the phone with two very successful women here. Well, thanks. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I think we're we're hoping that um, other other women um, will will uh, call and talk about their experiences too, because we're not the only ones out here who are doing it. And you know, and, and right now it's a common conversation. I wanted to ask you, JC. We were talking about the book, and and you know what what we can say to women that are contemplating: Do I stay? Do I leave? Do I stay? Do I leave? And you know, this is the way it is. I mean, I went back and forth with this as well. And it's like this this conversation that you're having in your head, as if no one else is around you, no one can see the the issues. I mean, is this a conversation that you go back and you have with your spouse, significant uh, other? A husband, you know, do you say, you know, gee, honey, I'd like to walk away from my, you know, five hundred thousand dollar job right now. I mean, you know, how do we even begin this conversation? Absolutely, that that is a really, really tricky issue, and I think that um, that conversation almost should begin when um, you become serious about a man, um, because it's a conversation about how you want to raise your children, um, uh, and that's a that's a fundamental. I think value, um, but if you didn't do it before you got married, I, I, I think that that that's the the way you start broaching the topic is how do you want to raise your children? You know, do you, do you want um, do you want to have um, a parent stay home? Do you want to have a nanny? You know, I, it just you know different values, different lifestyles, and um, if um, you know your husband uh, wants you to stay home for a couple years. And you want to, then the next step is to really figure out what that means financially. And one thing we really suggest doing, um, strongly suggest doing, um, before you even talk to anyone else about this is, um, live just on his salary for two months. Sock away your income in a savings account and see if this is really doable. Because a lot of people find that, um, maybe it's not doable to live on one income. Maybe, um, the, the woman's gonna have to, Still work in some capacity if she wants to, you know, stay home. Um, maybe she can't stay home completely. Maybe she has to just have fewer hours. Um, so uh, th- that's that was a, a big thing we suggest. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's a it's a it's a huge adjustment for the husband as well. As yeah, well. and you know, we were talking about sort of the journey that uh, you know women go through. One of the things that you both address in the book is department strategies. And I love that you've included this in the book because this is an area, first of all, it's near and dear to my heart, and it is an area that's overlooked across the board, not just for women that are leaving, but people in general that are leaving. And you come right out of the gate and you talk about co-worker psychology. How did this make it into the book? I think we both experienced coworkers. <laughs> yeah, you know, and the reason I ask that when when you look at a book, Comeback Moms, and I want to make sure everybody has the website, MomsNextMove.com. When you look at a book, you think, okay, wait a minute, why should we even be concerned about coworker? Why is leaving so important in how we do it? Uh, so important. Some people say, and I get this from your book, 
that the conversation that you have with your boss is probably more important than the conversation you have with your husband. Yeah, I think in a lot of ways, you know, I'm sure you know this, your network, your, so your professional network is everything. Um, it really helps you get um, the next job or the, the bigger and better promotion. And um, these are the relationships that are going to sustain you um, in your career for for decades, you know. Um, your, your husband, God forbid, may, may go, but you're, so then you're going to have to have something to fall back on, and that's going to be your career. So that, that, in a way, is why I would think it's almost more important. <laughs> well, I, and, you know, that, that leads to, uh, you know, how we process all of this. Uh, what is it that you both have not only learned in your own personal experience, but, you know, what was the greatest challenge that each of you overcame? We're all individuals, and I'm curious about uh, what, what personally, what you personally faced and how you moved beyond it. Well, I think for me, as far as deciding to, to quit my job and then do this, had to be some people in my life who were very critical of it and who continued to be critical of it. And actually, as I was staying home, they would make comments like, you know, don't you feel brain dead now? Or you're trying to encourage me to go back. You know, it's like you could be making so much money. You know, I had to personally um, decide that, you know, I'm just not going to, I'm just going to let that bother me. I'm just going to let it go in one ear and out the other. But at first, it did kind of bother me because I really did feel very judged by some people, and it was in a negative way. And that's the sort of thing that um, everybody faces. In fact, some of it, I guess, it may have been just me and the way I, the way I tick. But, for example, and we talk about it in the book, you have your ego to start out with, and if you feel like you're being judged for staying home and there's a negative connotation towards you deciding to do that, you do have to overcome that. For me, it did take some time. I, we talked about in the book, I used to go to the doctor's appointments with my children right after I started staying home, and they, they give you that big form to fill out. And invariably, there's always that occupation and, you know, your employment information and all of that. And I just couldn't bring myself to write stay-at-home mom at first. I would write attorney slash stay-at-home mom. And occasionally, I even add a, an asterisk with an explanation about how I used to practice law, but now I'm staying home. Because I felt judged, and I think I had to overcome that. And that's, some women do have, feel that way, and other women, they just let it roll off their back. And yeah, they and they rock on. And, yeah. you know, and, and, but I'll tell you that this is an issue that I think people are faced right now, women are faced. And I want to just mention everyone, Monica Samuels, J.C. Conklin, joining me here today. Their book is Comeback Moms, How to Leave Work, Raise Children, and Restart Your Career, Even If You Haven't Had a Job in Years. Comments or questions, we're taking them throughout the show, or I'm taking them at the info at the com. That's info at com. When we come back, we'll be talking with Monica and J.C. about how important it is to discover oneself and be financially secure. Is it even possible to be a stay-at-home mom and feel financially secure? Well, I can't wait to hear what, uh, what both uh, Monica and JC have to say about this. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. And so have you, have you contemplated leaving? Are you on the edge of your seat wondering, is this the right time? Are we ready to make that move? 
And then, by the way, is anybody going to support me when I do? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with my very special guest today. Comeback Moms is the book. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. News. Opinion. Thank you. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. There is within you a power so great that you discover in the one command. This revolutionary new book is taking thousands to success in moments. The one command stops your negative thoughts in their tracks. In this teaching, you are able to reach naturally and easily into the deepest levels of yourself and make remarkable changes in your life. Go to commandingwealth.com and start your new, rich future now. Order the one command at commandingwealth.com. Revitalize your soul with Wayne Dyer, Robert Holden, Doreen Virtue, Marianne Williamson, Greg Braden, and your other favorite Hay House authors on a day or weekend retreat in Las Vegas. It's the annual I Can Do It conference on June 26th through 29th at the Sands Expo, and it's packed with inspiring keynote lectures, interactive workshops, autograph sessions, exhibitors, and more than 35 best-selling authors. Tickets start at only $75. Call 800-654-5126 or visit ICanDoIt.net. Are the magic and mysteries of Egypt calling you? Picture yourself meditating inside the Great Pyramid, relaxing on a Nile cruise and exploring the sacred temples. For travel that transforms and rejuvenates you, join Dr. Friedemann Schaub and Danielle Rama Hoffman for a spiritual and healing journey to Egypt in October. Call for information at 866-903-6463 or visit EgyptIsCalling.com. That's EgyptIsCalling.com. Find out how you can turn any obstacle to boost your life to the next level. Discover how you can overcome your fear with faith and courage to create amazing results. These strategies are taught by Julie Thong, a Cambodian genocide survivor. Julie is an inspirational speaker, entrepreneur, and author of Kantaya, My Courageous Quest for Love and Freedom, and The Power of Fear. Face everything and rejoice. Call 888-842-2008 or visit juliethong.com. Do you want a better relationship to achieve outstanding business and career goals or to improve your health and fitness? You have the answers. All the power you need is within you. Personal transformation is about a solid foundation in the workings of the conscious and unconscious mind with a seminar or training that gets you high and keeps you there. Contact the Empowerment Partnership and unlock your hidden potential. Call 1-800-800-MIND or visit NLP.com. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. Are you ready for greater clarity, courage, and commitment to live your passions? Are you ready to succeed in sync with your soul? Are you ready to honor your soul in any situation? With 21 years of experience, Sasha Sabbath is a leadership soul coach and certified passion test facilitator at 415-328-2631. That's 415-328-2631. Or visit leadershipsoulcoach.com. Have you ever thought about having your own Internet talk show? Well, if you said yes, then click About Us. Then click Be a Host to get more information. Or just call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417. Say that again. 480-294-6417. VoiceAmerica.com. 
Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basili. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Come Back Moms is the name of the book. Monica Samuels and J.C. Conklin joining me here today. And, you know, if you, you get a sense from each of these incredible women that they made decisions in their lives that affected their lives, not just, a, not just their personal perspectives, but their entire family, their friends. And they're joining us here today to talk about what happens when you make that decision. What does being a comeback mom mean? And that's what I want to ask each of you. The book is called Comeback Moms. What does that mean? And what did that mean for you personally? Go ahead, JC. Uh, I think um, I think it means uh, you know a woman who is um, gonna gonna reenter the workforce and gonna keep her career and um, you know gonna continue forward. I think a lot of people when they hear that a woman's staying home with her, their child writes that woman off like this is you know this is what she's going to be doing for the rest of her life. Um, and I, I think that in today's society. We changed careers several times, and I think that um, moms are going to be in and out of the workforce several times. Um, you know, we, we talked to mothers who uh, stayed home when their kids were young, went back to work, and then when their kids were teenagers, thought that maybe they wanted to stay home again and did. And um, I think we're going to be seeing more of that, and I think that's what this means. Um, we're, we're trying to define... Uh, an ongoing and growing trend that we hope will gain more and more acceptance uh, in the work world. What do you think it's going to take for us to make that shift? Uh, not only about acceptance about leaving, but acceptance about coming back. And the reason I bring this up is because there are some women that I've talked to and women that I've interviewed that have been on the show that say, you know, part of the dilemma is that there is this level of unpredictability from an employer's point of view. And that level is, well, here she is. She's already left once. If I hire her, is she going to leave again? Do you both, um, have you faced that? Uh, you know, not, um, no. I haven't really heard that from employers. What we've heard from employers uh, is more this. Um, I, I, as an employer, have invested... Uh, five years or ten years uh, into training this person, this woman, uh, and now she's this trained, competent employee, and now she's leaving. So this is a huge, um, you know, financial loss for me. So, you know, what can I do? Uh, one, I could just not hire women anymore, which is really impractical, thank God, because women make up 50% of the workforce. More than 50% of the graduating classes of medical school and law school last year were women. So we have the numbers now that I think we can affect change. Um, and you, employers like several of the large accounting firms are trying to find ways to lure women back who have left. So um, I, I think that that um, that's a good sign. Yeah, it, I mean, clearly we are making a shift. We, you know, what's the expression? We've come a long way, baby. I mean, don't you think? Absolutely. And, yeah. And, uh, so let's talk about coming back. What does that look like? And let's talk about the role of women in part-time positions, but also entrepreneurs. More and more women starting small businesses than ever. How does that 
when you think about that, where does that place both of you? Where where are you sort of in the in the, in the mix of coming back? Well, we actually are starting a part-time business. Or not part-time, full-time, actually. <laughs> we started uh, Comeback Moms LLC, which is what runs our website, momsnextmove.com. In order to do that, we had to start a business. We had to you know, get a little investment capital. We had to go to our attorneys and have legal papers drawn up. We had to uh, you know, get business cards and, and, and run a business. And we're just doing it really from our homes. We have home offices, both of us. Um, so that's where we are. And then we also, in addition, J.C. writes, you know, other books and other articles, and I've been working on a children's book. And so we're, you know, doing other things that we enjoy. But I think that's pretty typical. We're pretty typical comeback mom types. Um, it's not always easy to run a business in this situation. I have, the other day I was doing an interview, and I literally had to grab my six-year-old out of the shower, put him in one place, run downstairs, and pick up the phone and do an interview part of my job, and then my job might also include later on in the day, you know, driving him to a t-ball practice and getting back to, you know, take a call on a legal matter. So it's, you know, a lot of juggling, but it's definitely worth it. Well, exactly, and that's what we're, you know, that's what we're talking about here. When we look at women that are coming back, and and both of you have said, you know, becoming an entrepreneur, and for those of you listening to the show, let me just tell you this, you know, starting a website, and a website like uh, the one that we're talking about here, and putting yourself out into the world is a big effort. It is, many people say, oh, what are you talking about? You know, these two women, they just put up a website. Let's clarify, let's make it real for people that, you know, what we're talking about here is women women stepping into an area, first of all, that they've not been in before, and second of all, you still are uh, in charge of your family and your children. I mean, does this raise the old how do I balance it all issue again? It's certainly, I mean, you do have to figure out how you're going to manage it. So and you don't have any clear, you know, it's not as clear as your old job. In my old job, I used to wait for the nanny to arrive, give her instructions, get in the car, drive to work, and then the rest of my day was pretty well set because that's how the law firm runs, and I was mm-hmm. easy to handle that. Um, this is completely different, and as you pointed out, yeah, starting a website when you don't really know that much about websites, we've had to be educated over the course of the last year. I mean, now I feel like we're experts, but it took a year. Um, it's not quite what people think. My 12-year-old son made the comment, you know, well, I have my friend. He can put your website together. If that's what you want, he knows how to do it. <laughs> and that's not what we did. We had professionals that actually, you know, helped us put this all together to make it work the way we wanted it to work. And on top of that, and some of the things that people don't, women don't even consider is we had to buy inventory of our books because eventually we want to be able to sell them on our site. We had to, um, you know, talk to public relations people. We had to go to an attorney. Uh, even though I am an attorney, I specialize these days. Attorneys, it would be like having your you know, podiatrist do your brain surgery. That's just not how law works anymore. You have to have it very specialized. So we went to a corporate attorney and had all our documents drawn up, and we have an accountant for our tax issues to make sure that our businesses are run properly. So that's a lot. And then you, then you still have your family issues, and that's another thing that when you decide to go back to work, a lot of women make the mistake of not working that out with their family in advance. They just plunge back in, and they find themselves overwhelmed because then they're trying to do the home things that they've been doing and the job, 
And I don't care if it's doing what we're doing, which is running a business ourselves, or going back to work. You do have to put your family life in order one way or the other when you do decide to go back to work. And we found it interesting that some women felt overwhelmed because they didn't have that conversation, particularly with their spouse. Um, you know, what's, it gonna, what's life going to be like when I start on this new venture? You're going to have to now take more of the responsibility at home. And a lot of women were even afraid to have that conversation because they just felt like their husbands weren't going to be really happy about having to change their lives because the woman was changing hers. Well, and let's talk about that because, you know, one of the things that you talk about in the book and, and the three of us were mentioning is that, you know, there are women now that we're seeing that are, are managing and juggling this. And ultimately, the spouse, uh, husband, significant other, whatever it is, you know, this is not a good deal. I mean, if you think leaving the work was difficult from a family perspective, people say that going back is even more difficult. I wanted to ask you, are we watching a rise in divorce over this issue? Tough question, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we have the statistics on that. I do know just anecdotally yes. what we're hearing from women, and it does put a strain on the woman because these things that what we really suggest is have a detailed conversation with your spouse when you're ready to go back. When you leave, the big thing your spouse is concerned about is how are we going to afford this? And can we afford this? And if you run the numbers and you do what J.C. was suggesting, you try to live on one salary for two months and you find that that works, we find that the spouse is pretty okay then when you start staying home because no longer is he asked to, in the middle of the day, take the child to the dentist because it conflicts with your conference call. You know, he's suddenly free to focus completely on his job during the day and you're focused more on what's going on with the kids and home life. The problem is when you decide to go back, He's very happy with the idea of, well, we're going to make more money, we'll have more disposable income, and that's usually pleasing him. But then you, then you have the issue of, well, when I have this dentist appointment for the child or I have to be out of town and you're going to have to manage the kids for two days and work, that creates tremendous conflict. And it goes on and on. It's yeah. the end, 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 dot, dot, dot. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll be back with the Dr. Pat Show. For more about us... Go to www.thedrpatshow.com and stay tuned for the updated home page. We're thrilled about that. And for those of you that are join our newsletter list, and which is only about telling you about the shows and our partners, uh, we're going to be uh, raffling away uh, an iPod each month with the best of Dr. Pat shows on it. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with my two very special guests today, Monica Samuels and J.C. Conklin, joining us here questions that we will address. What are the workplace issues that we need to prepare for? Is it just the culture? Am I going to be able to adjust? And how long is too long to be away from the office? We'll be right back. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. The search is over. The Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by, is your connection to tens of thousands of people waiting to hear your empowering message. 
waiting to choose your product or service. Dr. Pat's goal is to connect you with the people that want high-quality products and services created with love for humanity and the earth. Products and services like yours. Be the business that joins the buzz. The Dr. Pat Show Buzz. The buzz of talk radio to thrive by. Connect with people that value conscious living and mindful thinking. Living life full out. Have your business be identified with this powerful and inspiring show. Join the buzz. Be the buzz. Let the Dr. Pat Show talk radio to thrive by. Be the conduit to those who would benefit most from your services. To sponsor the Dr. Pat Show, call Dr. Pat at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Let our success be your success. Louise Hay has shown millions of people how to heal their lives. You can be next. Now, Louise's inspirational life story is captured in the new You Can Heal Your Life, the movie. This loving portrait of Louise and the impact of her life work features guest appearances by Wayne Dyer, Cheryl Richardson, Doreen Virtue, and more. See the movie that's changing lives, now available on DVD. To watch a free preview, visit www.youcanhealyourlifemovie.com. Energy medicine is the new frontier of medicine and the Institute of Healing Arts and Sciences, a pioneer in the field, has been teaching energy medicine for over 15 years. Hospitals nationwide host their students as interns. Research at the Institute is proving energy medicine to be effective for challenging and chronic health conditions. Visit instituteofhealing.com or call 866-303-HEAL. That's instituteofhealing.com. From a place of special energy, the Sedona Tools are specially crafted to work with the disruptive emotional energies of traumatic experience. You can release and resolve the past, move gracefully through the present, and attract the future you wish with power that's already yours. Your intent and creative visualization. Now work with the right tools. Visit thesedonatools.com. That's the, S-E-D-O-N-A, tools.com. People want three things when they build and plan for retirement. The most amount of money for the longest amount of time with the least amount of risk. Now, I'm sure you currently have a 401k or an IRA of some kind. However, there are five things that can wipe out your current retirement plan, like disability, market loss, taxes, litigation, and premature debt. Call today to find out how our retirement plan is protected from these five financial storms. And remember, retirement planning should come with a peace of mind, not uncertainty. So call 888-252-3083 or visit debt-free mca.com stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast all the time the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts voiceamerica.com welcome back to the dr pat show with dr pat basili if you have a question or comment call us toll free at 866-472-5788 now back to the program here's dr pat basili Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. And as I said before, we're going to be giving away several copies of the book. And um, all you'll need to do is send me an email at info at the drpatshow.com, T-H-E-D-R, patshow.com. And I want, to, I want to thank my guests, Monica Samuels and J.C. Conklin, for joining us here today. And, you know, we're talking about you've made the decision, you've had your children, and now you're making the decision to go back. You've had that family conversation. Seems to be some level of support. And then it's like, all right, here you are. First day of school. You know what it reminds me of? It kind of gives me the butterfly. 
in the stomach, like when you went to your first day of school. Every semester this happened for me. And you show up and it's the first day and you're in a new school and you don't know anyone. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it the kind of same experience for moms? And what can we do to prep people, to prep women? I think um, it's... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, it's really, it's really hard. It, and it's... um. It's a, a real big shock to your system to be going back into an office where you don't have the freedom to move around like you did at home. Um, and I, I know a couple of women who just <laughs> thought it was absolutely exhausting the first couple of weeks. But um, not only that, there's the whole shift in dress that happens over a few years. And Monica can speak to um, visiting a law firm uh, just to, to interview somebody, right? And you were, you were overdressed. Do you want to talk about that? Yes, that's it. Yeah. That, and that's culture. I mean, this is what we're talking about here. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it is, it is culture shock. I went to, uh, I had a meeting at a, a law firm with a guy I went to law school with, and I came as I had been dressed when I was practicing law in a nice suit with pearls and the whole thing. And I walk in, and he walks out in khakis and a polo shirt. And this is a Tuesday, because I had heard of Casual Friday, but it was a Tuesday at a law, big law firm, and he just started laughing. And he said, obviously, Monica, you haven't been in a law firm for a while. Well, immediately I shrunk. You know, I, I was half my size because I was so humiliated that I didn't know that. You know, I felt really out of place. And those are just, you know, that's one thing. It's, it's the culture shock. It's the technology, you know, it's changed so much, and a lot of people feel very insecure about, about that. You know, how do I deal with that? Um, it's how things operate. Even law firms, I learned. I took a tour recently of a law firm, and they showed me the law library, which literally looked about the size of a closet. And in the old days, law libraries and law firms were huge, and that's where you spend all your time. Well, now you spend all your time online researching, well, and that wasn't the way it was when I was practicing. So, and I, I haven't been gone that long. So things are changing so quickly that that's, that is a huge, you know, it's a huge shock. And it's something you have to adjust to. What are some of the other things that we, we could, uh, you know, help women out with here on the show? Things to help them, you know, get more prepared. Take a, take a technology class. Take a computer class. That's like the number one thing. I think that's really intimidating when you go back to work. Um, not understanding that you know how the new computers work. Um, uh, if you if you haven't been on the internet for you know a lot, how different browsers work. Um, that's the hugest thing. And then the the next big thing is um, whatever profession you're in, um, call up an old coworker um, and go out to lunch with them and figure out you know what people are wearing, what the culture is nowadays. So you know you're you're not like the dorky kid at school wearing you know the wrong outfit um, because clothes do really make you <laughs> you know confident or less confident, however you know shallow that may be. Um, and then um, you know just start to uh, prepare yourself for getting back into a more structured. Uh, Routine and, and make sure your house is prepared. Make sure you have a, a, a book um, of all the important numbers. Um, if you know if you're going to have a, a babysitter come and stay with her kids when they come back from school, you know have the doctors in there, all the repair people. Um, you know, sort of like your home maintenance bible. Do, do stuff like that. Yeah, you know, we really suggest that you you really prepare yourself for that first day of work. For for example, you might want to find some some key allies that you can call on outside of the office that if you ever have what you might consider to be kind of a dumb question, that you can call them up 
and ask, you know, what, would I, what should I do in this situation rather than having to ask someone there at the office. And we also suggest what J.C. was just saying, make sure your child care situation is that you're totally happy with it, that you feel really good about it. Because if you leave those first few days thinking, oh, my kids, my whole house is going to be a shambles and my children will be lost and everything is going to fall apart, you're not going to do as well at your new job. It's just going to make you feel more and more anxious. And the other thing that we've suggested is when you get to the office, key in on the people who can really help you that you won't feel funny about asking questions and who really know everybody and how things work. And typically in a company, that may be the receptionist um, and, and some of the office assistants and, and support staff at a company can really help you, tell you the, show you the ropes if you're worried about appearing, you know, if you're taking a management position and you feel silly about asking, well, how does the telephone operate? Um, you know, find people that, you, that are, can be good allies for you right when you get to work. Let me ask you this question, uh, and I want to thank you both for joining the show today. Uh, and I want to make sure we give out um, uh, your website so people can find out more. And the book is available pretty much anywhere, correct? Um, yeah. it, yes, it has been. I know you can get it on Amazon.com. Great. For sure. That's great. And the website is Mom's Next Move. Uh, you know, uh, authors Monica Samuels and J.C. Conklin joining us here today. As we wrap this up, I wanted to ask you each for your personal message for our listeners today. Well, for um, me, I think it's very positive. Things are changing. They're changing in a, in a really positive way. And at this, you can do it. I mean, there's that saying, I guess there's a book sequencing years ago that said, you can have it all. You just can't have it all at once. And that's really true. You can have a very fulfilling career. You can, your career life can be something that you're really proud of and that you're excited about, and your family life can be the same. If you, if you just plan it out um, and prepare for that, you can, you can make it happen. It's not leaving your job. Is not, that's not the end of you professionally. You'll be back, and you'll be bigger and better than ever, and you'll be happy that you, you spend some time with your family. Yeah. Well, thank you for, for joining the show today. And, and, you know, this is important conversation for many people. One of the things that was suggested to me, and, and I hope that the, and I received an email and they wanted me to share this with you, is that um, uh, the woman emailed in, and, and Karen is, uh, is her name, and she said, do a dry run. And this is what she says, do a dry run. Take a week, and as if you were going to the job, don't go to the job. Uh, but take yourself out of your home for the day as if you were going to work and see what that is like. And so I want to thank you both. Much, much information on the website. Comeback Moms is the name of the book. I'm the I'm host of the Dr. Pat Show, and we're here on Voice America each and every week, and we love connecting with you. MomsNextMove.com is the website. Until next week, step out there and know you can do it. We'll see you then. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Pat Show, radio to thrive by. To contact Dr. Pat, visit thedrpatshow.com. Tune in next Tuesday for another dynamic hour of the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili.